lifestyles of the broken famous trying to figure out what my goals and aims is. And we're back. Welcome to Correct Me If I'm Wrong, a podcast where me, John George, my friends, Dakin Optograph, Matthew Markham, and Michael Carey correct each other's opinions. Basically, we just uh, all go around, say an opinion, and argue about it. Just had a thought. Shouldn't we introduce ourselves with our own names, since people probably don't know which voice is whose? Yeah, go. Uh, I'm John George. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> my name is Brock Hayden. I am Dakin. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's taken. I'm Michael Carey. <laughs> this is why I just say the names. All right, <laughs> see what you, you guys aren't good. You guys don't remember your names. So. I like basketball. <laughs> and Matt doesn't want to say his name. Huh? <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that's Matt. That's Matt. Uh, yeah, that's actually smart. People probably, last episode people probably uh, didn't connect it too well. But uh, we're back uh, after. After figuring out who pooped the bed, right? And a <laughs> yeah. great episode. Uh, we're back. We're uh, Dakin was not too talkative, but we're we're trying to we're trying to please him by giving him good topics this time, right, boys? Yeah, I've been receiving reviews from the fans that my topics were uh, the lowest so far. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're never too old to like Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, <laughs> Well, I was told no more Pokemon on my podcast, on the podcast. So, uh, yep, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. Yep, and he is fired. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't told about that. Awkward, awkward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's still here. But, uh, okay, Michael, you want to go first, anyways? Sure, why not? Redemption right away. All right. So, um, this week, I mean, I was thinking a lot about generational differences. And uh, how each generation is kind of defined differently based on what happens uh, politically and the state of the world, such as wars and things like that. And uh, one thing that I've been looking at for this generation is the advancements in technology, are the advancements in technology. So correct me if I'm wrong, but smartphones do more bad than good for college-age kids and under. Huh. Disagree. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can't say the F word on the podcast, yeah. Matt. But you can. I like it. Yeah. I like when you do. But, but I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll go first. first. All right. Um, so I would have to correct Michael because if we didn't have smartphones, we'd be way behind the curve on everybody else. And it's just like not practical to not use a smartphone. Like pretty much any job that you work, you're going to be able to use a smartphone. Like even if you watch reporters now, they just read straight off their phones or something like that. And like, if you're working as like a doctor or something like that, you can just look stuff up. And I mean, it's easier to just use your phone than use a computer. So yeah. Uh, yeah, actually we had, I feel like we did have this topic in like season one or whatever you want, but it's deleted now. So it doesn't count. But, um, yeah, I agree with Dakin, but I think some people misuse a smartphone. I do. And I feel like there's always going to be the, a person that misuses technology and mis- misuses something. Um, but I like the way I use my smartphone, which is to look up helpful information. And I use it not too often anymore. Uh, but only com- I think the misuse comes in only communicating with people via smartphones and getting attached to your smartphone and being obsessed with social media like Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and stuff like that. 
See, that's why, uh, like, in my statement, I said for college-age kids and under. So I feel like a lot of high schoolers and even middle schoolers um, and below are really becoming reliant on that as their direct, like, their go-to form of communication. And so I think in the future they're going to have a lot uh, more difficulty speaking with people and just being able to um, conduct an interview and uh, be able to work with customers if they go into like a business and like Dagan mentioned like for a doctor or someone at a higher maturity level I feel like a smartphone can be very very beneficial because there's more that you can get out of it but I just think that it takes away from a lot of the um, kind of social interactions that we went through growing up. I mean, so, like, what Michael just said is really similar to what we talked about before on the last season. But also, I don't really think that, like, technology is a bad thing. I don't think it's, like, maybe social skills, that's why it's bad, but we've kind of said that before. But other than that, I can't really say it's bad. And also, he, like, mentioned something about the generational differences in, like, technology. And... I kind of don't agree with that because each generation is going to have its own technology. Like, what we have now is, like, way cooler, way faster, but, like, you can go all the way back to, like, inventing a watch and stuff. Like, that's technology. It's just, like, or, like, a jukebox or, like, a CD player that, you know, that plays the records and stuff like that. Like, that's technology. (laughs) It's just not as cool as what we have now. So you you don't think there's, like, a gap between generations that's creating, like, a social barrier? No, because I think, like, older people can learn to use this, and a lot of people do. I just think, like, there are illiterate people or ignorant people that don't even want to try, but I think you can if you wanted to learn how to use the stuff that we use. And also, in the future, we're going to be way behind what kids are using at our age. Yeah, I mean, we sort of talked about that last week, but it's not necessarily a bad thing that, you know, the different generations change as technology changes with them. Mm -hmm. Um... I agree with that. I'm just saying that I feel like we're creating social um, like deficiencies through. No, I think we definitely are. on it. Yeah, there's a there's a certain level of communication skills that most people our age or younger um, aren't developing as young because they just don't have to talk to people face to face or even over phone line as much. Um, so you know. It's, social interaction in general are kind of changing a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think that the way people are changing in their communication, the world is changing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's going to be like this big gap of a bunch of people who don't know how to communicate with each other. I think, you know, the, our social structure and how we interact with each other is going to follow suit yeah. to how that we've learned it as we've gotten older. Communication will be different. I don't think like the the gap is so significant that it outweighs the benefits of technology. Yeah. So. so another point I had with that um, was that I feel like this generation will be um, the most prone to obesity in U.S. history as a result of the advancement in technology. Why? Um, well, we've seen obesity rates rise um, constantly as more jobs are becoming reliant on technology. So why would you think that they wouldn't keep rising? No, he, obese he, he does saying. think they keep well. They no, but I thought he said this generation will be the most obese. Yeah, like ever. Yeah, or no, like like right. up oh, to this now, oh, yeah. future. Yeah, no. So yeah, that, that's one sure. of my arguments against uh, technology at a younger age because I feel like kids aren't getting out as much. Um, you know, playing outside, working on 
to develop themselves physically and instead they inside on their phones. Yeah. I think there's been a stress on it though. Like things have changed within the last year or two. Okay. Like the uh importance of like activity and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though I, I agree I think this will be the most obese generation. Yeah, I think it's it probably is if you look at numbers. It probably is right now. But also partially because we just have a lot more people. Like, each year you're going to have a lot more people. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of have to look at percentages, I guess. But, like, Apple and all the people creating technology are definitely keeping in mind that they want people to stay active. If you have an Apple Watch, like, on the... They have, like, watch faces, and they remind you whenever you're not being active enough. That's a good point. And then Fitbits are becoming very popular, and they're making it like a game. If you have, if you've ever had a Fitbit in the app, you like, you can race. You basically just like have a competition with your friends to see who got the most steps that day, yeah. which makes it a lot of, which makes being active a lot more fun. Um, and it has me excited to get a new Fitbit for Christmas. <laughs> um, I'm gonna race all my, my friends. Yeah, <laughs> because my friend, my friends. Pasha and Tom, they're always like talking about who gets the most steps mm. in a day and stuff. But yeah, uh, technology—they're definitely like keeping it in mind. Or also, <laughs> this probably isn't as good. But like, remember how like the Wii? Whenever you play the Wii, like oh, for a God. long amount of time, it'd be yeah. like, "Get the fuck outside! <laughs> what are you doing here?" We're not allowed to use the F word on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to cut that. No naughty language here. Sorry about that, folks. Sorry about that. We excuse my friends. We're trying to restrain ourselves. Yeah, John. But I always fucking stupid. I think that's like less helpful because whenever that message would come up, I just get annoyed with them. Exactly. They're like, no, I'm staying inside the rest of the day. Shut up, Nintendo. Like on uh, Netflix, it's like, are you still watching this? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm still <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. it. Why are you trying to make me feel so bad? Yeah, that always just makes me feel like crap. I'm like, yeah, I've been watching this for five hours, but that's what I want to do on my Saturday. Yeah. Who are you to decide? Um, but yeah, as luckily as technology advances, people get smarter as well because we know more and we're able to learn more from our phones and from the internet. So as people get smarter, they realize, oh, being fat's bad. <laughs> right. And they get up and they work out at least once a day or, or whatever. I don't know. I just see little kids. Also. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I just, what else will help us is uh, social media actually would help us want to be skinnier because we're just, especially yeah. for girls, because you're like, oh, look oh. at all these skinny, hot women i need to go run on the treadmill no i agree (laughs) i I don't know about that i honestly think well that's one of the main reasons people work out is i want to look good for the especially like high school college age kids yeah yeah they're like that's the one like what when uh like my friends over the summer like berated me once like what the number one reason you work out isn't for girls and i was like no i'm just trying to stay healthy and they just like kept I don't know. Sure, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. but no, that's no, what they said. Even like that, like I felt at least a little part of you is doing it for like girls yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's like, still. I do. Yeah. Like for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like fat and sit in my room and like not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to get girls that way. But I, I, I see what you're saying a little bit there. I don't know how. I don't know if social media necessarily is the deciding factor on whether you're going to work out or not. But no, you decide that helps. Oh, social media can also hurt, though, because now there's, like, this... Now there's, like, this movement that's, like, being being fat's okay. Well, it's not. Like, don't don't body shame me. Like, there's all that stuff as well. 
So I'm social media can hurt as well. Make fat people think like, oh, I'm I am who I am. I'm not going to judge anybody based on their life. I mean, life choices. They can make their own choices. I do. I'll do it. But at the same time, I subconsciously judge people. Yeah, too. I mean, so, you're a liar, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's a liar. <laughs> but live, at the same time, living a healthier life is uh, probably a positive thing, you know. So yeah, I'm true. I don't know. Yeah, I hope just, you not get diseases. Claire's pretty Heart skinny. Disease. How come you don't want Claire to be fat? <laughs> you're just selfish. That's it's pretty selfish. Yeah. I mean, I'm I like. I, I mean, she's great the way she is. Look at this answer. Okay, uh, so Matt, <laughs> moving on. What, what do you got, Matt? My topic is oddly kind of related. Um, Same with mine. Uh, well, <laughs> great minds think alike. Yeah, I guess so. So my topic. I was thinking about this. Uh, when I was on Instagram the other day and I was thinking about how with all the pictures that people post all the time and even kind of like with Snapchat I guess is that you're always putting like filters or like adding in images like other pictures into your image and I just thought that's gonna I feel like it's gonna seem really tacky in like several years when we're like looking back at old photos we've had um so I guess to state it correct me if I'm wrong but filters and additives to pictures are dumb and tacky. So you know, I've always, I've always, you know, I've used filters before because sometimes it can like improve the quality of an image, like it can enhance colors or stuff like that. But I just think in general, like uh, when we're looking back at photos, we'll be like, oh, it's got that dumb filter on it that I didn't care for. <laughs> Wish I had just taken it in regular or whatever. Because like I've looked at like old photos uh, that like my parents have had or like my grandparents had and you can always kind of like tell where they are in the year um by like their quality or kind of the way the photo looks and i think mm. we've kind of lost that it may just be a fact like a a result of that our cameras are really good now and that they all kind of look the same but i don't know i think we just kind of lost a bit of the charm of a lot of photos yeah mm. but i also feel like older people hate their old pictures because they look like crap. Why yeah. do you think that? Maybe I don't. I just feel like they like they think it's stupid. Like their big hair and stuff that they had. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Or maybe like the quality of photos. I want to know if like they prop. It's just, like old people. Like my mom and, and like <laughs> old people. Oh, like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is George. I was <laughs> slamming your own mother, my grandma. Just like oh. people older than oh. us. Okay. Uh, I want to know how like beneficial taking photos were for them, and like how often they look in photo albums and stuff like that. Mm. Because mm-hmm. right now I'm at a part of my life where I look at all my Google photos and all that stuff, and I'm like, how often am I going to go through all of this and say, wow, this is so amazing? Yeah, well, I mean that's kind of a different thing too. Is we've got way more photos now yeah. than people in the past have ever had. Mm-hmm. Just because with our it's so much easier our storage capacity. You know, we can have thousands of pictures in the same space that you could keep, like, 50 normally. Like, people would have to have photo albums full of books, yeah. full of actual physical photos. Now we can just keep thousands of them, tens of thousands on hard drives if we wanted to. Yeah. So. I mean, but going back to your filters thing, I don't... I never really use filters, but I think if I ever have, like, a... Like, sometimes I save my Snapchat chat photos, and I feel like I'm going to come back to those. And, like, sometimes I, like, wrote something in them or something. I'm like, 
this is stupid. Why can't I just save a, <laughs> yeah. why can't I just save a picture of me without a stupid like line, I, one liner I said <laughs> to try to make people laugh? Yeah. Like, Snapchat's a little different because it's more like communicated. Whereas like it, I guess my main example is Instagram because like yeah. people are putting their best out there, like photos they think looked really good. And I just think throwing filters on them is just going to kind of seem like cheap in the future. Mm. Because it wasn't anything like you put effort into with the photo or anything. It's just like you swiped left three times and you got the look of the photo you wanted. Yeah. It's kind of taken a lot of the nuance of picture taking out of it. You yeah. don't need to do it as well. I don't really post Instagram ever. You post Instagram sometimes. What do you... Um, I post pictures of uh, Peyton. <laughs> Oh, I don't. <laughs> Occasionally. Uh, not really. Um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting if you think about it. I mean, like, I do use them, but, like, sometimes I don't. Yeah. I'm I just feel like sometimes it does make the picture, like, better quality or brings out the colors better. Yeah. I don't think that... Unless you're just, like, drastically changing yourself, then, like... I don't see a problem with it, I guess. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like um, maybe girls who, like, used Photoshop to make themselves look skinnier yeah. will feel a little stupid. Yeah. Like, in the future, they'll be yeah. like, okay, like, this actually isn't me. Or, like, 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 like that's if you, the point of a picture is to capture yourself at the time, right? Like, like what if you think about it and, like, you know how we look at old pictures and, like, can kind of tell, like, how bad of quality it is? Yeah. Like, maybe in the future, like, Kids are gonna be able to tell like how photoshopped a picture yeah. is, and like realize how yeah. stupid you made yourself look. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's like that's how we dated ourselves. Yeah, by, by photoshopping yeah. our pictures. Maybe we're just dating ourselves. Yeah, that's What'd be interesting, that's interesting. Is that being so over like with photos being so oversaturated with Photoshop is that if people in the future have got like a really keen eye as to when they can spot that yeah yeah because pretty much any image we see nowadays in a magazine or anything is going to be you know enhanced in some way yeah so I don't know do you think filters will be a thing uh, 20 years from now I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Instagram wasn't a thing what five years ago they're gonna be filters to make it so like to make it so it really looks like Justin Bieber's in the picture with you yeah, or something wow. like that. That's going to be the future. Yeah. I mean, easy, they're getting there. The filters are literally just going to be easy Photoshops. I mean, the Snapchat things where they scan your face yeah. and put stuff on it, I thought that was like super cool the first time I saw it. Yeah. It still is. You know, it's, oh, it's cool it's technology that's you know, come pretty far. More and more filters. For a dumb app, gonna... you know, it's cool technology. <laughs> yeah. More and more filters are just going to make photos more superficial and stupid. Just like Photoshop did. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Snapchat. And uh, end that conversation on a positive note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all going to die. <laughs> Taking you want to go? <laughs> what? Mm, no, I need to go. Oh, uh, saving the best for last. Huh? Think we'll stuff is pretty good. So uh, mine is also about phones. <laughs> wow. Welcome Welcome to the technology podcast. <laughs> but this one is about... Um, so I've been like a huge phone geek my entire life. Nerd. I'm a nerd. Ever since I got, like, the first droid by Motorola when I was in, like, 7th grade or 8th grade. And I made, like, a Facebook fan page called Droid Does. <laughs> Try to get my friends to like that. <laughs> but, oh, um, that sounds so cool. Yeah. <laughs> still, get noti- still own that page and get notifications from it. Oh, God. Yeah, people are still liking it. It's, our, it's around, like, 200, 300 likes. So. Wow. <laughs> I'll take credit for it. But, um... But I've been a huge phone geek. I've always been excited when uh, new phones were announced and new technology was announced. And that 
I was a huge Apple fanboy, and lately that has dropped off. So my correct me if I'm wrong is correct me if I'm wrong, but the phone revolutions of the past six years, as far as hardware and technology goes, pale in comparison to revolutions and innovations that were made from the first iPhone to the iPhone 3GS to the iPhone 4. And that's where it's that's where the innovations stopped. Uh, hmm. I've never had an iPhone so. cell phone models All in right. my head. iPhone 4 um, sure. was is one of is still considered one of the best sort of redesigns of all time in a phone. It was where it's the iPhone that first did sort of like the box model, like kind of what the iPhone 5, yeah, what the iPhone 5 looked like too, with the glass back, they added Uh, retina display, so before phones, if you remember, phone screens looked like absolute trash, if you look at an old iPod or an old iPhone, you you can literally see the pixels of icons and stuff, and it's disgusting, retina display, Render display came in iPhone 4, which was the most beautiful display to see in a, to, for us to see in a phone. The yeah. front-facing camera, that's a pretty big uh, innovation. Snapchat, sure. a lot. Selfies. Um, John has a boner. Right true. Invented a new yeah. word. <laughs> Invented a new word, yes. Um, what else came? Multitasking, where you double-press home and you go to a different app. Came with the iPhone 4. Um, What's the <clears throat> argument again? So, so th- that was like this: the iPhone four was the last time Apple truly revolutionized a phone. Okay, and I'll tell you that from the iPhone, f- we'll go from iPhone five to seven. I like some. I brought together like all the feature hardware features they did: Touch ID, which they copied from Android, <laughs> um, Force Touch, which is like. A ripoff of sort of Android's long press thing. Um, double double camera, which is kind of cool actually. Um, they got rid of the headphone jack, and I think that's pretty much it. I think there's oh, and they made they basically just made phone screens bigger, which is also copying Android. They were doing that for a while. Okay, so I'm going to counter with they did add in the first AI that's ever been Siri. seen on a phone in the second. Siri was 4S. I said, well, yeah. You said through 4. Yeah, I guess so. I But I meant to count the 4S in it. Well, that's a change of the question. It's not, but that's still <laughs> six years ago. It's been six no, years uh-huh. since Apple has truly revolutionized anything. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think that's part of their business strategy is that they don't always have to come out with, you know, big, brand new, expensive features. They can make marginal features and still sell millions and millions of phones. I think that, you know, they've got some smart people there. They know how often they have to truly make big changes in the phone to, um, you know, keep their user base or keep their loyalty. Like, I'd say their big feature this time is that the fact that it's waterproof. You know, you can. Oh yeah, waterproof was the other one I forgot. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone complains about the water resistant. Jet. Yeah, water resistant. My bad. Uh, Not waterproof. You're right. Take it for like thirty minutes and water whatever. I thought that was Androids. Androids. Yeah, they're like my Galaxy. That can, yeah, yeah, they're both is, iPhone Seven iPhone. and this are both water resistant. So they also copied Android on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Apple's a piece of shit. Well, yeah. mine is a headphone jack, so yeah. Uh, Apple's always been a scam from the very beginning. All right. 
<laughs> why? But uh, yeah, Matt actually might be right though. Of course, this I might be a. This might be. Um, they might have the technology to innovate real fast and put those features in a long time ago. Uh, clearly, water water resistance was there before they did it. Samsung's well, been was, doing it for like three, two or three phones now. Yeah, it's well, water resistant. I watched uh, sixty minutes about Apple, and they said they have their next three released phones already ready. Yeah, it's like all it's probably all a part of a plan. Yeah, so they know like based on how the market reacts to their phone releases, like what to do next. Yeah, but so, like I've never had an iPhone, but I feel like all my friends that do have iPhones. Uh, nothing's really changed for them besides they've gotten bigger, they have better camera quality, and that's about it. And the and no matter, I never like to count camera quality and like iPhone or in like phone like innovations because cameras are just always going to be better than phone yeah. cameras. So that's not really an innovation because there's something better out there that can take a picture. Yeah, but I mean, most people who are going to buy an iPhone, no matter what happens to it, because they just don't care. You know, they're they're into the the Apple ecosystem. They've probably got all their music, you know, everything they own kind of stored with Apple. So they're just going to keep buying it because they, you know, need a battery upgrade and a camera upgrade. You know, I think Apple knows that, you know, they can hold on to the majority of their user base without doing a whole lot. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. People are still going to buy them and be perfectly happy with them. But, you know. Um, speaking of revolutions... When I was researching this topic, because all right, this all came about because um, I got an Android this year um, because I was sick of iPhones because I don't get a technology boner anymore when they announce new phones. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, Samsung Galaxy uh, S7 Edge is getting some of the best reviews, um, and it's a truly an innovation with the Edge screen. But Google recently released their messaging app and the one thing they suck at is just messaging in general they they made like five messaging apps they have no clue what they're doing um so i got really mad at them and i was like what what is the iphone next year gonna be like it's the 10th anniversary of iphone and if this iphone is like this then they have once a once again revolutionized phones which is insane i want to tell you what what technology boner is at full mass <laughs> yes it is Joni Ive the designer for Apple said that he wants one day for the phone to be just just glass just mm-hmm. like a just like glass and this might be the phone that does it yeah. they're getting rid of the home button they're making it so the front face camera is like hidden yeah. the whole front thing is just going to be the screen okay. it's going to have the edge to edge thing like Samsung so I guess they copied it again and there's going to be wireless charging, not the wireless charging Samsung made where you put it on, like or if you put it on a mat. Yeah. Literally wireless. Yeah. Like, it's pl- you plug something in the wall, you can be up to 15 feet away from it, and your phone's charging. Interesting. Well, yeah. I never understood how they do that. Then again, I'm not that smart. Yeah, which <laughs> is why I think it's an innovation, because I have no clue how they would do that. I mean, it's mm. cool. And they're kind working on it. Probably similar to Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, the thing is, Wi-Fi transmits a signal, and it's like a back and forth, like a TV, like cable, but or antenna. But well, that's what it, how that's what it'd have to be. It'd have to be like. But it's really like interesting how you can, because like a you know like a battery is like, uh, like an activation reaction of chemicals, and so it's 
like interesting how something that's not directly connected might be able to stimulate that. Yeah, I'm interested to learn more about it. I mean, you know, I think you throw around the word revolutionize a little too, uh, I don't know, haphazardly. Probably. It's a big flat screen and you can stand 15 feet from an outlet. whoop de doo I mean, I guess you can't so. do a whole lot with but, 15 feet. But I mean... Might as well plug it in or no, slap it on a map. You've never been wild. able to charge anything without direct contact. It's true. So, I don't know. I think that's... I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's an advance. I wouldn't call it revolutionary. Hmm. I don't know. I've thought about that cool, too with like a TV. Um, like, what if you had a TV next to an outlet? You could just plug it in. You wouldn't have to worry about the cords. You but you could somehow cord-free world. Exactly. I mean, if this is the beginning, which I was still, uh, I'm still waiting for that holographic typing screen that Apple put out in a video in a teaser a few years back. But I think that, that was just like a happen. fan-made video. Yeah, that must be. I think that was fan-made. Well, it still ticks me off. <laughs> Holographic keyboard. <laughs> so they're probably figuring out if that would actually be better than just a like. Oh, it wouldn't be. But <laughs> yeah. I think it would be cool. <laughs> but it looked really cool. <laughs> it would look really cool. Okay. Well. All right. Dakin, thrill us. Um. I don't know what topic to pick. Oh, he's oh, got man. so many topics. Pick one that gets us Sorry. Try to pick one that pick one that riles us up. Pick, pick one that sort of like gets <laughs> us angry at each other. Something about phones. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Right. There's two parts to this, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the first part is you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bible could be just a made-up story. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, and we're back. <laughs> because if you think about it, like back in the day, back with with old Jesus and everybody, oh, their only way of their only way of entertainment was like passing down stories and stuff. So like, we have all these different religions now, and if you think about it, they could just all be like different versions of the same story. And, I mean, that's pretty much what they are, really, when it comes down to it. Like, they're either different people or they're, like, an event happened a different way or something like that. And then also the second part to that is I don't know about your guys' experience, but I feel like religious people are more judgmental than people who don't really go to church or associate themselves with being religious. Hi, Dakin. (laughs) So, um, the first part that I just want to bring up is um, so you're arguing that the Bible could be fake, um, which I mean it's been proposed a lot of times, but one thing that a lot of people point to is when Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem, he rose, and uh, the Apostle Paul had a letter that he wrote to the people telling him Jesus had risen. They didn't believe him. Jesus came around, he said hi to everybody, and he left. And Paul had that letter signed by almost everyone in the town, acknowledging that they had seen a man rise from the dead. And yeah, but that, that letter could, is still around today. That could easily be fabricated, though. Easily. So, like, think about it scientifically. Think about it just reasonably. Like, if someone arose from the dead today right now, what would you think? Would you think that's possible? It, no. No, exactly. I understand that. 
But at the but just this one person, this one, this one person that supposedly existed, that was God's son. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before we go on with this argument, let's uh, just want to take a minute to talk to the listeners. Uh, <laughs> Bacon's opinions are his own opinions. Michael's are his own opinions. If you uh, get offended by either, uh, please don't just uh, yeah. Also, stop listening to the podcast. Also, I want to say that I my best friend is Catholic, so it's not like I have a problem with religious people. I'm just saying, like hypothetically, yeah. I'm your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is not my best friend. Aww. <laughs> Um, Alright, well, what's like your exact Correct me if I'm wrong here That that is just is... It's possible that it was just a story That was made up That turned into something more Because okay. people like people wanted a good story Like if you think about it It's really just a good versus evil story So what would be your argument against it? What, that it could be made up? Yeah, or why that do you it, think or it that could that be it made up? Made, why do you think people would have made it up? Because that's what stories are that are made up. So why do you think that one of all would be no, the I mean, one that's, like, mo- which is most recognized, like, that's the top-selling book in the world. It has yeah, been right, for years yeah, yeah, and yeah. years. Why do you think this would be, why do you think, how do you think something this big, something that has almost every end tied up, why do you think that could be fake? I mean, it's not like, not like I'm just calling it fake, like, other religions say that it didn't happen that way. I understand that. So, I mean, it's like... Here's another option. What if... So what... So when... When who... When the Bible was written, was it... I don't... I'm not... Was it like... Was it for the purpose of writing, like, the Bible for for this religion? Was it? So, originally, the Old Testament was written under Judaism. Um, like, do you guys yeah. understand that? Jewish, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but the Jewish people denied that Jesus was the Messiah and the Savior. And so, like, and I'm not saying it was just the Jewish, but there were people who crucified him because they disagreed. However, other who, others who were Jewish uh, converted to what is now known as Christianity. Um, so, like, the original purpose of the Bible was to, and I'm not saying everything in the Bible is factual, because, I mean, I don't believe that the universe was created in seven days. Yeah, that's just, that just doesn't seem realistic. Like, right. the, whole, the whole God part, I just, I don't buy that. Like, did, did Jesus, <laughs> like, God, God, did Jesus, just don't buy him. Did Jesus get crucified? Yeah, probably. I mean, he had a, a good reason to. Like, he believed something that the king didn't. Um, but. So, like, if you were to go to his tomb today, would you just like think that someone stole the body? Is that why he rose away? Even I mean, it could. Like, you have grave robbers and like pyramids and stuff. So, I mean, I don't right. see how that'd be any different. Well, I mean, the tomb was guarded. Well, that's kind of the goal of the pyramid, too. Right. What if the Bible is just a? I I believe the Bible was written to be like a story, is like a parable, like. I think it's this like is saying, I don't think that everything in the Bible yeah, is yeah. completely accurate. I yeah, think it's I just, a lot. I'm saying what I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. Go I think it. the Bible was a parable. It's not real things that happened. It's like meant to teach people what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But at the same time, when you talk about when you say like the phrase "the Bible," 
the Bible has been written and translated and rewritten this you is know, innumerable times throughout history. That's what I'm saying. It edited, could have happened out. like back in the day that way also. Yeah. Um, so... I just think it's something that like people could rally behind and it took off to be something bigger than what it was meant to be. Even though like... It might have been based... So, you know how like we have movies now that are like based off a true story? Yeah. It could be like something like that. Yeah. But like... I think there's parts in it that... Like to make it sound better or like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also by... You know... Michael's bringing up the point as to why Christianity has become so big it is today. It's mostly... Be, you know, a large part of it is because that... You know, other religions have been killed off... Yeah. Know, through wars and that... You know, a little bit by luck, you know, you could argue that Christianity has become so big. Same re, same way Islam has become so big through conquering lands and, you know, making it law that this area has to be under a certain religion. That's just kind of how it's But also, like, history. Christianity is a very broad, like, uh, religion because, like, there are some, like, branches of Christianity that are very different, very, very... It's very great, greatly yeah. on like major subjects, like yeah. mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. biggest parts of the Bible. They differ a lot on that. So, mm-hmm. but that happens so, with a lot of religions as well. Yeah, it, it depends on geographical areas and time. You know, people. I just feel like if it was if it was something that actually happened, there there wouldn't be like interpretations of it. Like it, that would be like what it is. It'd be a nonfiction story. Film that long ago, you're always going to get you know. I agree with Matt. I think muddling in there. Be. Interpret different interpretations of it, and that's why there's muddling with it. Um, so, one thing that separates Christianity from any other religion is there's nothing on earth you can, um, like physically do. Like, if you, uh, there are obviously rights and wrongs, but are there according to who, Michael? <laughs> well, that's according to the law, according to God. <laughs> but the thing is that, um, the foundation on it is that by accepting Jesus Christ as your savior that is your gateway to heaven and there isn't any like x y and z that you have to accomplish outside of that he was god he was the son of god and he died for our sins and then confess your sins to him that's all you have to do and that's how is that you know, mo- you know remarkably different from other religions so with most other religions there are like fundamental principles that are supposed to be followed throughout life um, the 12 pillars of Islam for example um, I like the 10 commandments the 10 commandments <laughs> got them so with the 10 commandments oh, um, if you break one of the 10 commandments it's not like an automatic death like hell sure. sentence which, wait wait hang, how come like in Catholics they have to confess their sins in order to be like cleansed or whatever. So the, like you can do whatever you want as long as you admit it, then you're good. Well, it, that, it's not exactly like I'll do whatever I want because I can get away with it. It's more of like I mean, at the end of the day, God's going to judge your heart, which is what like Christians believe. He will judge your heart to see if you're truly you truly regret your sins. Yeah, I mean, it's, if it's I not the them, act; it's like the meaning behind exactly. it. Exactly. Technically, yeah. Which, you know, you can interpret that to be in favor of if you think that's a good thing or not. You know, if you truly feel bad about doing something, do you really deserve redemption? You know, that's up to the individual. Mm -hmm. Or God. (laughs) I don't know, man. I believe in science. 
I'll buy it whenever I see it. Yeah, well, I believe in science also. Good old Allied science. It's also yeah, Michael's side. I'm just kind I, of in I, I want to bring up an interesting <laughs> point you said about science. Um, so, in Genesis, in the very first part of Genesis, it that says... Terminator movie? <laughs> <laughs> in um, Terminator Genesis. First act. There was light. Um, that's one of the first parts of it. There was light. God said, let there be light. There was light. The sun hadn't been created yet. That actually confirms the Big Bang. In the Big Bang, there was um, like an explosion, and light was formed, and then the stars were created. Genesis, written so long before science even had the idea of a Big Bang, actually like goes along with the Big Bang. Yeah. Pulling here. Which I think is... Stretching it. We're pulling it at this point. You're not buying that? Okay. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about that, but I just thought that was something really cool that was brought to my attention less than a year ago. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, just like I'm not saying the Bible could be completely real and God could be real, but I'm saying that there's a possibility that it's just made up. That, that okay. was a correct me if I'm wrong. And I also had a second part that religious people are more uh, judgmental. Oh, okay. No one else has chimed in on. This is kind of attacking people. <laughs> I don't really not really. consider not, myself not like, a judgmental. It's a good conversation. Yeah, I guess so. Well, they probably are because they're taught to be. Like, Are we? Well, like with the Ten Commandments yeah. and sinning well, and stuff, it's like... I mean, Dick and I had talked about this before, as I think, you know, there's kind of a natural judgment-ness that comes out of you know, stoutly religious people because they're taught that they're being judged by a, an, an upper or a greater being, you know, God. So, you know, I think in general you're just going to be more critical of others' actions because you feel you're being criticized as well. So it's kind of like, I don't know, fairness yeah. or something like that. Huh. Not everyone is like that, but, and I also, I think every single person on earth is judgmental in some way. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I would say I don't think that religious people are more um, likely to be judgmental. I'd actually probably say the opposite because mm-hmm. we're kind of taught. I mean, at least I've always been taught, like through the church, that we need to be accepting of all peoples, and like through that, like hopefully they can like see God and like see um, Him through us. Uh, that's what I've always been taught. Or they'll burn in hell. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, both sides make sense. Like they're being like, there's probably some subcon- subconscious judgment, but they're also taught like be accepting. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like I judge somebody. I don't judge any of you that you're not religious. I yeah, mean, yeah. Michael, Michael's not. Yeah, Michael doesn't say anything. Person for sure. So. I respect your opinions. I don't necessarily agree with them, but I respect them. I um, respect yours too, sir. And I appreciate that. We all respect your uh, opinion, Michael. Fuck all of you. I respect your shirt. <laughs> Although I would say, like, like not just Michael, but say somebody like Michael that's that's like pretty religious. Like, if he was our roommate, and I feel like if I this was like sitting here just like blazing a doobie or like bringing home, <laughs> bringing home different girls every night or something, they would judge like me and the girl. I don't know. I, feel like, I don't care if I'm religious or not. I'd probably judge you for that. Yeah. <laughs> See, normal person would judge you for my point. I don't think I think anyone would judge you for that. 
I don't know. I I see <laughs> I see what you meant though about some people. Maybe there's a little more overlap than normal, like than others. But yeah. I'd say in general, I don't think that's. I don't know. I said you've been blazing too many dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get like too many to girls. You have a girlfriend. What are you doing? Too That's many <laughs> Would you like to read the book of Romans with me? <laughs> well, I decided in my experience. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone have anything else to say about religion? No. <laughs> Should I take it to our writing? Someone wrote in. Our writing? Let's go. Yep. Words oh, are hard. Who is it? His name's Brett. <laughs> what a name. Thanks for listening, Brat. Uh, really didn't. Um, much like, much like Jamie from last week, didn't didn't do a correct me if I'm wrong. Just bringing up a topic, really. Damn it, fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brett says, "What's up, guys? Uh, I just saw Nike's releasing self-tying shoes. Could that be the way of the future? Are shoestrings a thing of the past?" <laughs> Now, now, how long Brad. before our uh, evil robot AI ties our shoelaces together? Have you actually seen these shoes, though? No. Okay, so, like, you put your shoes on your feet. They look like shoelaces. Okay. So, like, you put it on your feet, and then, like, there's sensors in the bottom of it. So, when you have Ooh. weight on it, the strings tighten to, like, form to your foot. So, like, they won't, like, go too tight or too loose. They just form to your foot, and that's when they stop. Because mm. there's sensors all during the bottom and around the back. How do you get them off? They <laughs> <laughs> don't come off. God. The shoes have a mind of their own, and then they squeeze your feet until they break fall them. Off. No circulation. My first thought would be, as you're walking, they're like untying and tying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little I'm worried. Curious like, how they work. What if they made yeah. it? What this is like this is based off like those Back to the Future. Did they have self-tying shoes? There actually are a pair of uh, Air Yeezys that have tied their shoes themselves for years. They sell for about $1,500. Okay, so that's pretty affordable. My point was going to uh, be, I'll wait until it's cheaper to try. <laughs> but honestly, I think I'm going to get a pair. Yeah. Really? So yeah. How much are they now? How I don't much know. Is this? I haven't okay. really looked Did into they just, it. Like, I just... Do they have like a physical, like in physical form, or is it just like a No, like mock-up? it's releasing... It's releasing soon? Yeah, that's like cool. at the end of the month. End of the month. Yeah, Jesus! I can't wait for the first news story of someone's feet losing circulation because the shoes malfunctioned. Yeah, suffocated their foot. Have you guys seen iCarly? I have seen iCarly. Great show. The episode where they had the where they had the like wear those shoes that had like Wi-Fi in them. Yes, (laughs) it's amazing. And then they like all their fans got mad at them. That's what's gonna happen. Okay, so like, gonna have like okay, so like here's an example of like what they look like. Everyone, get that real quick. So we well, can that looks pretty cool. Looks like a yeah. shoe. That looks you pretty you cool. See that? You okay. guys see that? It looks cool. Yeah, shoe. <laughs> it's a shoe. Uh, so I don't know how they work or anything, but I'm gonna get them <laughs> just to like see what it's like. <laughs> All right, well, and I'm like, gonna spend money on something I don't know. That's <laughs> I feel know. like. I feel like it could really take off because it'd be really convenient for like kids to get or for parents to get for their kids that can't tie their shoes yet. Yeah, and then and we then don't need to learn. Never learn. learn. How are we gonna sing the SpongeBob song about tying yeah, your shoe? True. Wait, but if they never learn how to tie their shoe, then it would be the end of shoelaces because nobody know how to use them. Yeah. What about old shoes that I'm gonna like pass down? Yeah, you can't yeah, pass no down, your down. Shoes. Give your money. I got passed down like boots from my grandpa. Give your oh, money God, to God. our Nike overlords, <laughs> sir. No more hand me downs. Nike will make boots also. <laughs> oh man, give your cash to them now. All of it. Oh no. Yeah. Anybody else going to buy them though? 
That's uh, the, not the first version of them. I'll wait to see if they set your feet on fire. If I get a free one from Butler University, then I'll wear them. Yeah, I'll wait till they're norm and when they cost the norm the amount that normal shoes cost now, which is still a lot of money. Well, like I'm one of those we'll people see. that never ties their shoes. So I just kind of like knot them, so I never have to yeah, tie them. Yeah, that's what I do as well. And so I feel like they'd be really convenient for me because I hate tying shoes. Yeah, be cool. Did they take like you have to charge them or something? I, I have no idea. Probably. I mainly, I mainly never. I some days I just don't wear shoes because I'm like too lazy to put socks on. Mm-hmm. So if they could make shoes that like have socks, they do. In, they do have those. Oh my god, where? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen them? They're, they're called slippers. John Dizo, right? No, now. they're not called slippers. They have like a cool loose. Though. Uh, they're not bad. Okay, they're decent. Okay, so I do, yeah, I would love just skipping that sock part where I have to like put yeah. the socks on. I can just stick the shoes on. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty great. Love me some socks. Oh, give up my socks. What an episode, huh? Oh man, that yeah, was a good man. one. Religion, <laughs> long as hell. Technology. Yeah, it looks like uh, if you if you fans didn't notice, both of our episodes of this podcast have been the same exact length. Did you guys notice? Wow. Yes. Were, did Matt tell all of Too us? Too easy. Yep, that was me. Uh, yeah, they're both forty minutes and thirty five seconds, but this one is a little bit longer. Oh. I will admit it. Oh yeah, I think it was probably. Probably going to be like 50 minutes. That's not too bad. I thought it would be longer. Yeah, it is not longer. All right. More for our audience. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Don't get offended. Don't get offended for sure. Or do. Um, We we all have our own opinions, and we all accept them. Right, guys? But but we will fist fight after this. There's (laughs) going to be a fight. Um, if you guys want to email into the show, much like Brett did today, uh, it, our email is correct me if I'm wrong, show at gmail.com. Send us in your own opinions and we will criticize you. A usually, lot. but Brett, Brett actually brought us a cool thing to the table, so we didn't criticize him. Thanks, Brett. Uh, listen to us on Spreaker.com or subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you guys for listening. Twitter? See you guys next week. Uh, Twitter, we have a Twitter. It's a CMIIW podcast is our Twitter handle. Follow us. Uh, we pretty much just only tweet out when the episodes come out. Uh, hey, you'll but if we get change. more, if we get more followers, if we get more followers, we will post videos of Michael and Dakin fighting like they usually <laughs> do after each episode. It will start a Twitch channel. <laughs> it will start a Twitch channel eventually. Don't worry. Uh, see you guys next week. 